Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Entrepreneurs and moms, Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. And today we are going to talk about pivoting for purpose. And if you know that you're that entrepreneur that desires to make more money and you need support mapping out your money goals into action steps with a plan, book a high-end expert sales call with me at getpaidforyourexpertise.com. Once again, that is getpaidforyourexpertise.com. The time is now. So today, I wanted to talk about pivoting for purpose. And the way I'm going to view this, I'm going to view it through kind of a Maslow's hierarchy of needs framework plus the different iterations of my life. So then as you're looking through your life, you're doing a life review of where you were at and where you're at today. I want you to be honest because honesty is the most important thing. Like I would be lying to you if I said in 2008, I was thinking about traveling to Belize No, living outside of the country, oceanfront, you know, home retreat center. Like that would be a lie because in 2008, I did not have the brain power. I did not have the emotional capacity. I did not have the mental capacity because I wasn't at a point in my life financially. I wasn't secure. I didn't have stability. I was in a transitional state. So at that point in my life, When I made the decision to go back to school full time with the four year old and really she was three at that time, a three year old daughter and filed for chapter seven bankruptcy. The only thing I could think about was surviving and saying, "Okay, now, Lakita, you making these sacrifices in 2008, you better make good on these sacrifices because, listen, you are starting over completely. You're doing a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. You're going through foreclosure. You're having car repossessions. Your timeshare went back. Your land went back. Your car went back. Your dually truck went back. Like, you literally started from scratch to the point of getting a loan from someone to buy a cash car. He had, like, a little red Lexus coupe. So, you got to make good on all of these sacrifices. And, and, I, and you know what? I don't even want to say it was a sacrifice. It was a decision to take a step back to, to go a leap forward. And it was the best decision ever. And I made good on it. So, in 2008... All I could think about was making sure that I <laughs> that I attained a job once I graduated with my master of social work degree in 2010 and then earning a job over 40000 so I could provide financially and be in a present parent. So in 2008, I could only think about that, landing a job. Okay, boom, 2008, 
did the thing, went to school. It was had an amazing experience at FSU. So anyone who's a social work student right now, do not rush the process. Like take your time, enjoy this time or whatever you're doing. Enjoy the process, embrace the process and make the best of it. And when you're a student, you doggone near can talk to any CEO or anybody because you're not a threat, you're a student. But once you become... Once you graduate, then you're an unemployed adult like the rest of us or an employed adult like the rest of us. So the energy is a little bit different. So take advantage of the school time. But by 2012, I was at a point where it's like, okay, I've been working for a couple years now. And I want to say by then I might have been at the Department of Veterans Affairs. So I might have been making like 52000 roughly by then. So I was like, okay, I got some financial stability. I'm secure in my career. You know, I have some things going on. And by that time, it was like, okay, it's time for me to start another business. Because I had the capacity to do that because I had met my financial my financial needs. My physiological, and if we're using Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it was basically your my financial, my physiological needs are being met. And my security needs are being met. I mean, safety needs, rather. So at that point, I had capacity to start thinking about entrepreneurship. Now, my entrepreneurship in 2012 did not look like (laughs) what entrepreneurship looks like today. Because once again, I'm just at the the beginning of my career. I'm doing well. And I'm getting into the groove of my job. But now I can also start thinking about entrepreneurship. And I want to say at that time, I even started volunteering, doing more philanthropic things like volunteering at a high school because I started writing some career curriculum so I did it at a high school for a few years and I turned around and started doing it at a middle school later on but I had the capacity to do some some more uh, philanthropy type things giving back because I have a, a passion and a love for career planning for students because I went to a college prep high school and I had no clue what a major was or anything. So because of my own experiences, then I went to undergrad and I was completely lost. And I just got a degree just to get a degree. But I didn't really understand the things that was required. So because of my own experiences, that's something that I'm passionate about. So by 2016, it's like, okay, I'm jamming in my career. I can do my job with my eyes closed. And by 2016, I'm now getting an itch. To actually leave my job because it's like, okay, this career at the government is great. It's great benefits. I love the employee match, but I don't like the politics. I don't have the upward mobility. I feel like I'm just stuck. I can't, I can't progress in this particular department. Like I desired more. I yearn for more. And for me, that more was actually being able to lead the government. But remember now about, about 2016, I couldn't actually leave. Like I was just, you know, I had the business and I want to say I started making some money in the business, but I hadn't replaced my income. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do was actually replace my income um, and then quit my job. But, you know, if you know my story, that's not what happened, but we'll get to that in a second. So look at your life and look at each iteration and and basically where you were at in that moment and what did you actually have capacity to be able to do? What can you even visualize? What type of visions could you have? What type of dreams could you have? Because all of that is dictated on your circumstances because you can't think about how to build a billion dollar business and you went you in school. No. 
because you got other steps you have to do. And in today's society, we think and we see all these people just popping up, becoming famous and becoming wealthy. And we think that they're overnight sensations. And it's probably, I would say, maybe less than 1% that it's happened to. But a lot of these big name people that you see that's successful, that's influential, like Eric Thomas and Lisa Nichols and Brene Brown and a host of other people, they've been in the game for years and years and years and years and years. And then finally one day things popped off. So don't think that all these things that you're doing along the journey are not meant for some purpose or meant for some calling. No, just know that everything you do is part of the process and embrace where you're at at this moment so then you can be able to achieve more get more go after more but but based on where you're at today dictates what you can really focus your energy on and actually make work but by 2019 it was like okay Lakita you have money to quit now I didn't intend on and quitting but by but by that time, my daughter needed additional support in school. So because of that, I was like, you know what? I'm quitting my job and I'm going into business full time. But once again, I couldn't have done that in 2016 because I didn't have money in the bank. But by 2019, when life happened, and and as you know, I would say part of my purpose for my whole life since becoming a mom was to be that present parent, to be the homeroom mom, the dance mom, the field trip mom, the Uber mom, the car rider mom. Like that's part of my purpose, being that present parent and then also providing financially. So those are my two purposes that I would say are directly related to my family. I have other purposes. So your purpose is not always something um, I don't want to say external because all those things are somewhat external, but it's not always something in the community. So, yes, I have a purpose to work with high schoolers on career planning or maybe even just put the resources in school so they can get it. I have a desire to work with um, single moms to let them know that anything is possible. You just have to create a plan. I have a desire to build affordable housing communities to bridge the gap for the working poor because we don't get the support for the working poor. So there's a lot of different purposes and things that I desire to do and interest. So it's not always tied to helping someone else. Sometimes part of your purpose is being there for your own people. And that's why for me, and I think I also use the word purpose interchangeably, I guess with my values, because since becoming a mom, those have been my two values. And even as a mom that is single, I've still been able to always be that present parent. And that is something that I really pride myself on. So if anybody comes sideways about me with parenting, baby, they can't say nothing to me because I know that I have went above and beyond for my daughter. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the perfect parent. By no means, I am not perfect, but I be doggone. I have went above and beyond to make sure that my daughter has always had the resources that she needs. She never lived in lack. 
And even today, I continue to sow into her mentally, emotionally, financially, so then she can continue to transition and evolve into adulthood and be able to take care of herself and do some of the things that she loves and that she really wants to do. And always know that the possibilities are infinite for her. She's not limited in whatever she wants to do, however she wants to do it, when she wants to do it. Because she's going to be a senior. Yay! And now we're at 2022 and because of where I'm at, you know, I went from social assistance recipient to six figure business owner. I'm securing my grant. I'm in flow when it comes to, you know, doing the work that I need to do. Now I can actually start thinking about what's next. I'm about to be an empty nexter, like really living that vacation lifestyle to live, work, play, and philanthropy however I choose every day. That's the vision now for my next iteration. But remember, I couldn't think about that 2008, the person going through bankruptcy, just applying to go to school. I couldn't think about that in 2012 when I was just getting in the groove. I started my career in 2011 with social work. In 2016, I couldn't think about that. I had a job. I was feeling secure, but I still was stuck because I was working a nine to five. 2019, I still couldn't think about that because at that point, I was quitting my job and going into entrepreneurship. So I was spending my energy figuring out how in the world am I going to make money as an entrepreneur. And now we're in 2022 and I finally have the capacity to even think about a vacation lifestyle and what that would even look like for me. So it's a continual, it's continuous. Like we're ever evolving, we're ever changing, we're ever growing, we're ever expanding. And where we're at in life is going to dictate. And that's why you have to pivot. You have to be able to make decisions. And even now, you know, my desire is to build out the social work incubator. And it's three pillars. Workforce development, professional development, and business development. Right now, I'm working on the workforce development um, part of that. And I've been doing what I know to do, you know, making the cold calls, following up with the emails, posting on social media, um, doing speaking engagements, like getting my name out there, getting my messaging out there. So those are the things that I'm doing. But even with doing those things today, like right now, I'm recognizing that, hey, I still have to make some pivots and make some tweaks. Not a lot. The goal is still the same to work with social work students, but figuring out how to be able to make money and still make a difference. That's the part that's changing. That's the part that's evolving. And I'm working through that. So I challenge you and I invite you to go after what it is. What is that next best step? That's the way I'm going to say it to you. What is the next big step? Don't think about all the other stuff. Because like I just told you, I could not think about a vacation lifestyle until today in 2022. And I've been on this journey for a while. I graduated December 2010 from Florida State University with my master's in social work. So I've been doing, so we're, we're 12 years in the game now. Okay, pretty much you might as well say 12 years in the social work game. Right? And I'm knocking it and I'll be, I'm not like I'm 40 this year. So where you're at right now, what is that next best thing for you where you're at? Stop trying to, because I've seen people post about being a consultant and starting a business and they still in school getting a master's in social work. What? 
Focus on getting your master's in social work and landing your first job. That's what you need to focus on right now. You don't have time to be thinking about no entrepreneurship and consulting. Who you consulting? Who you consulting? You got to be an expert in something to be able to consult on something to somebody about solving something. And that's not the focus when you're in college. No, your focus while you're in college is in order, is to get a livable, is to graduate and get a job earning a livable wage. So where you're at today, be honest with yourself with where you're at, because that's going to dictate what is your next best step for you to get to where you need to go to in order to get to that ultimate goal. But you focus on your next best step based on what season you're in. I am Lakita Brooks. I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you. And book your high-end expert sales call with me at getpaidforyourexpertise.com. Once again, that is getpaidforyourexpertise.com. If you need support with mapping out your money goals into action steps with a plan until next sunday at 11 a.m ciao thanks mom for joining me today at the single mom's brunch podcast yes make sure you like share subscribe and tell all the other moms that you know about it and you know what mom can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift. I am Lakita Brooks. And remember, you are not a single mom. You are a mom that is single.